SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Opposite picks. Um, uh, I would say this was a season that we, we just didn't get it done. <clears throat> uh, I mean, we, we, had the, we had the tools. Uh, some things was, was out of our control, some things that we could control, some things we couldn't. Um, and it's, it's, it's nothing else more than we didn't get it done. I mean, you can't make no, no excuses about it. We just didn't get it done. No, they did not. Uh, that is for sure. That's either Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook. Both kind of said the same thing of the L.A. Lakers last night. As they lose, San Antonio wins. You only needed one of the two to occur. Both did. And uh, that means the L.A. Lakers, LeBron James, out of the postseason. How about that? Welcome. Opposite picks on this uh, Wednesday morning, three minutes past the hour. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 57 minutes, taking your phone calls. 844 6879. Again, that's toll free. 844 843 6879. You want to send a tweet? It is at opposite picks. That's O P P O S I T E. Picks P I C K S. Email me. Go to the website, oppositepicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, another early uh, Easter present for the boys in Vegas tonight. Lakers officially out. Tiger says he's in for now. Nice deal by the Guardians. Uh, going great. Keeps on going higher. St. Peter's fall from grace. T Wolves turn back into the teacups in the words of Vince Lombardi what the hell is going on out here and build it and they will perhaps buy it we'll get to all those stories push your phone calls pyramid plays open parlays and of course opposite picks in the fastest hour in radio right here on sports grid radio what's going on LL's loyal listeners how are you on this uh, Wednesday dreary overcast day here on Long Island but a lot to get to as we just mentioned there the big news out of the NBA Lakers are out oh it's a beautiful thing we told you so we told you so we told you so I've been saying this for a month and a half now that if your site whichever one you you use puts bets on who's going to make the postseason I told you a month a month and a half ago bet the Lakers not to do it and I mean exactly exactly what I said was going to occur did occur I'm, I'm a genius what can I tell you I'm, I'm, I'm just a genius I told you the Lakers didn't want to make the playoffs uh, I said specifically LeBron didn't want to make the postseason play in game because that's an embarrassment to him and he's more concerned now about his son and other stuff off the field than he is you know trying to win an NBA championship when in reality he knew his team wasn't going to be good enough so I said he'd come up with some kind of injury the final week or so the regular season just to put the final dagger in there and make sure that he had a built-in excuse on why they didn't make the playoffs and it would be well you know we got we were all hurt we, we played what 21 games me Russ and AD and then you know what that that wasn't going to get it done and I got hurt down the stretch and blah 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 and that's exactly what we're going to hear out of him when in reality they just stunk. They, they, they just stunk. You know, there are a lot of teams. You look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Look at the Memphis Grizz without. 
uh, John Morant, what are they, 18-2, and two, literally, uh, on the court when he doesn't play. There's a lot of teams that had a lot of injuries that were still able to overcome that, and the Lakers were not. What a disgrace. What an embarrassment, really, this Laker franchise. Boy, you thought they had tough times when they were losing championships year after year to the Boston Celtics. Now, now they can't even get in, let alone get to an NBA Finals and lose. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. And I want to hear LeBron. And now we, we brought it up yesterday. I want to see how LeBron handles this. Right now, he is number two in the scoring title. And I'll have a heck of a lot more respect for him if we don't see him in a uniform for the rest of this season. If this clown tries to play after not playing in the two most important games on the Lakers schedule last night and the game before against Denver, when their hopes were on the line, and he misses those two games, and he tries now to play against Golden State or OKC or maybe Denver again. They got three games left in order for him to try and win the scoring title. Man, I, you, you could be the biggest Kevin. Uh, you could be the biggest uh, uh, LeBron James fan in the world. Uh, you, you cannot defend him. You, you just you, you can't. I mean, you, I mean, how can you miss the two biggest games and somehow or another you're miraculously recovered in order to play uh, three meaningless games so you could try and win a scoring title? No way. No, no, no. Listen again. I don't care how big a Laker or a James fan you are, Kevin. Um, there's no way you could defend that. No way. Don't tell me his ankle is not that, you know, is that banged up. Please. You can't give it the old college try. You can't just suit up and say, you know, listen, coach, if it's a close game down the stretch, I'll give it a go. You know, let me even be a decoy. Let me just stand on the court. That's all I basically do anyway on defense anyway. I don't guard anybody. Let me at least give that a try. Heck, our season's on the line. No big deal. Not going to blow up my ankle. Couldn't do that. Making 30, 35, 40 million dollars a year, whatever it is. Couldn't even give it the old college try. And then he's going to play against OKC so he could maybe win a scoring title. Oh, no way. Uh, I, I almost dare him. I almost dare him. But as of this morning, Embiid is leading with 30.4 points per game. LeBron has 30.3, and the Greek freak is really not Greek, is at 29.9. So that that would all oh, that would be great. That would be great. I'll tell you what's not great. Our dopey teacups. Man, man, oh man, oh man. I told you about a month and a half ago, right around that same time. Buy Minnesota at 36 to 1 to win the Northwest Division. Who knew what division they were even in, right? I know, I get it. But I said there was a possibility the way they were playing at 36 to 1, they were only five, six games out. They had a chance. And you know what? The chance was there for the taking. And they turned back into the teacups. We'll talk about it when we come back. Opposite Pick Sports Good Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can't take anyone light in this league. It's just, uh, it's been hurts. It hurts. It hurts a lot. It's one of the toughest losses of the year. Um, just like I said the other night, disappointed that we haven't had a chance to have our full team. You know, whether it's myself out, LB out, other guys. Um, it's the most disappointing thing, you know. Not sure how good we could have been, but but myself personally, um, two unfortunate injuries that kept me out for a while. Um, 
that's a significant part of the season. And, you know, that's one of the leaders on the team, you know, especially on the defensive end on the floor. Um, you know, where guys need me the most, wasn't able to be out there. Um, sucks for me, sucks for our team, our organization. But, um, got to recap now and, and see what's next. What's next is yours truly opposite picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. 13 minutes past the hour. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns capped the first one there, talking about the uh, just inexplicable, just embarrassingly bad Minnesota home loss to the Washington Wizards last night from start to finish, no less. And then you got Anthony Davis there. That was the one I was referencing to there in the beginning about how, uh, you know, they relent about uh, not being able to win and this, that, and what have you, and then uh, all the other excuses that the Lakers want to uh, pony up for not getting the job done. But, you know, we talked Lakers, Minnesota here for a second. I did, as you know, as you follow us here, we suggested putting in a couple of shekels on the teacups at 36-1 to 1 to win the Northwest Division. Go ahead, name, name the five teams in the Northwest Division. You're a better man than I am if you can get it. Utah, Denver, Minnesota, Portland, and Oklahoma City, right? Um, so they were about six or seven games out at the time, but they were playing great basketball right after the All-Star break, and I said, you know, it's going to take some doing. You're going to have to make up seven games in about 30, but, you know, it's not the craziest thing in the world, the way they're playing you know, we need a little help from Utah, and I wasn't necessarily concerned about Denver. I said, we need a little, you know, we need Utah to come back to the pack a little bit, and, and we need Minnesota to keep on playing well. But I tell you, 36 to 1, you know, making up, I don't even think it was that 7. I think it was like 6. It was either 5 or 6 with, with 30 left. They said, that's not, you know, nobody even knows these divisions even exist. The players don't even know. Only mopes like you and I realize that there's actually divisions and not just conferences in the NBA. And lo and behold, the Jazz have stunk out the joint over the final uh, three weeks here. They did win last night, but they're 8-10. and 8-10. If you would have told me when I made that bet that the Jazz would go 8-10, and 10, I'd be like all in. Like, absolutely. I mean, there was a point there where Minnesota was like 9-1. and one. I mean, they were playing terrific basketball. The door was opened by the Utah Jazz. And the dopey Timberwolves turn right back into the teacups. This is, you know, when you start relying on these mediocre teams, this is what happens. There's such a stepping process. You know, Memphis did a good job last year. They won at Golden State in the play-in game to reach the postseason. Now this year, they've taken it one step further, obviously. There are steps to this process, I suppose. But, man, I thought Minnesota, they have guys that have been in the NBA a long time. You know, these aren't first- and second-year players. These guys are third-, fourth-, fifth-year players. They, they should have been able. Washington last night, the Wizards, playing for absolutely nothing. One of the absolute worst road teams in the NBA, and they went in to Minnesota and beat the teacups and, and eliminated them from uh, winning the division. With Denver losing last night, they hold the head-to-head tiebreaker over Denver. They don't against the Jazz, so they still would have needed a little bit of help from Utah. But again, the way they've been playing, they may have gotten it. And it's just uh, frustrating. Very, very frustrated. It was there to ready to cash that 36 to 1 ticket. It really was. Got the Masters coming up. Now, those that listened to us uh, way back when, we used to do the morning show. One of my, one of my favorite um, betting strategies is to bet on guys to not make the cuts. What? 
Yeah. Yeah, you know how we do it. We take the top 20 guys, and we'll use FanDuel, and we then bet against them to make the cut. So the top 20, I just go by just odds to win it all, not rankings, just odds to win it all, because that generally reflects the odds of them to not make the cut. You get better odds. So you got Rom, JT, you got Cameron Smith, Scotty Scheffler, DJ, Brooks, Spieth, McElroy, Hovlin, Morikawa, if he plays, uh, Cantlay, um, Xander, uh, Zalatoris, uh, Burns, and Shane Lowry, right? One, two, three. Four, five, that would be 15. I like to go 20. So we're going to go Matsuyama if he plays. Uh, Neiman, uh, Uthazen, both uh, teeing up with Tiger if Tiger plays. Berger and Matthew Fitzpatrick. So that should be 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 19, 20. Yep, uh, we'll leave it at that. So we're going to take those. Uh, and let's throw Tiger Woods in there as well, right? We're going to take those 21 guys and we're going to bet them to not make the cut and you just figure out the odds. We'll figure it all out. Maybe I'll post it on the front page of my website so we can follow along. And basically what you're going to get is we need about six of those guys. If we go six and 14, we'll win money. Um, so I, I'm pretty confident we will go six and 14. So you're not betting them to make the cut. If you go to FanDuel, they have them to make the cut for whatever reason. I don't see the uh, to miss the cut. Where is that, boys? Uh, to make the cut, I see. They have a little icon to make make or miss cut, but they don't uh, show. I mean, they can't let us down, can you? Uh, anybody home there, FanDuel? You got the guys to make the cut. You don't have the odds posted to miss the cut. You're going to screw up my little bit here, fellas. So hopefully that will be posted not uh, before too long. So we're going to bet those 20 guys to not make the cut. And you know what? Believe it or not, and I need to look at some of these guys and say, oh, come on, Scott. John Rahm's not going to make the cut. McElroy's not going to make the cut. You know, uh, Justin Thomas is not going to make the cut. Yeah, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised how many of these guys don't make the cut. Yeah, yeah really. So we will go 6 and 14. No two ways. We always do, always make money uh, doing this stuff. So we'll do it for the Masters, which is one of the better events, obviously, to put a couple of shekels on. I don't like throwing darts listen there's 50 guys that can win i you know it's why i never really ever got hooked into horse racing my mind couldn't quite grasp the fact that i have 12 horses in a race and i'm getting three to one if i pick the winner how's that possible i i got 12 possibilities i'm picking the winner and i'm only getting three to one or two to one or even four to one that that, that just doesn't compute to me uh, and I get it. Some horses are better than others. I fully understand that. I'm not an idiot, but I just, I never could quite like, no, I, I got 12 goofy things that can happen and I'm going to pick the right one and I'm only getting two to one. <laughs> no, no, thanks. You know, I'll, I'll bet on the, you know, the major races and all that other stuff, but just really like going to the track every single day, never bought it. And I'm the same way we call. I got 125 golfers and I picked the right one and I'm only getting 25 to one. What, what, what are you kidding me? <laughs> How is that fair? What kind of moron would bet like like that? I, I got 125, 150, whatever it is. How many, how many guys? 125, roughly. I got 125 possibilities, and I picked the right one, and I'm only getting, you know, 20, like I said, 20, 25 to 1, and less than that in some of these cases. I get it. Some golfers are better than others. I fully understand that, but 
the possibilities are there. It, there's 125. Nah, so I don't like throwing darts. I, I, I'll do more stuff like will there be a hole in one, you know, uh, or make, make or miss the cut. I, I get a bigger kick out of stuff like that. Is Tiger going to make the cut? Is he even going to play? Who the hell knows, right? I mean, we talked about this yesterday. Just say you're going to play, for goodness sakes. What is all this? You know, I, I got to think about it. At this point, I'm going to try. Just play. Listen, there's no law that says you, can stop after, you can't stop after nine holes, right? I mean, if your only concern is whether you can do it, well, then go ahead and try, right? I mean, you try it after nine holes, after one round. You can't cut it. Your leg hurts. Just say, listen, sorry, boys. I tried. I failed. Can't do it. What's the harm? I don't get the apprehension, except that he just loves the media. Oh, wondering, oh, is Tiger going to play? Oh, the four-letter network. Oh, yesterday was nauseating. Phone calls. More coming up after this. Opposite pick Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You've said countless times throughout your career that you don't enter a golf tournament unless you think that you can win it. Mm -hmm. So the question is simple. Do you think you can win the Masters this week? I do. And what have you seen in your preparation that leads you to believe that? Well, I can I can hit it just fine, and I, I I don't have any qualms about what I can do physically from a golf standpoint. It's now walking is the hard part. You know, this is normally not a easy walk to begin with. Now, given the, the conditions that you know my leg is in, it gets a little bit more more difficult. And you know that's uh, you know 72 holes is uh, it's a long road. It's going to be a, a tough challenge and a challenge that I'm I'm up for. Well, as of right now, I feel like I am going to play as of right now. I'm going to play nine more holes tomorrow. My recovery has been good. I've been very excited about how I've recovered each and every day, and that, that's been the, the, the challenge. That's why I came up here and, and tested out for 27 holes because we, we played the part three course. Charlie couldn't help himself. I was able to play uh, 27 holes that day and at home testing it, but it's the recovery. You know, how, how am I going to get all the swelling out and recover for the next day and uh, my team has been fantastic and worked very hard um, so we've got another day of nine more holes and uh, then come game time oh yeah the great tiger woods welcome back opposite picks right here on uh, sports grid radio 844-843-6879 our toll-free telephone number again 844-843-6879 I did uh, check. I, you know, uh, I, I tend to forget every once in a while. Uh, so I, I guess different states have different rules. I, I, in fact, I, I know that's the case. But uh, I, anyway, I logged in through Jersey on FanDuel, and the odds are there for guys to not make the cut. I hope they have post that stuff for New Yorker. I don't know why you'd be allowed to bet on a guy to make the cut but not be allowed to bet on a guy to not make the cut. Um, I, I don't know if they break their rules down that specifically. But uh, anyway, I did log on through jersey pick any state you can log on whatever you can't make a bet but you can log on and see what each state offers you so logged on and uh, bottom line is every one of our 20 guys is at least plus 225 forget about six and 14 as long as we go four and 16 then even off our four guys were the lowest four, plus 225, plus 225, 235, and 240. That would be what? Two? That would be about plus nine. 
1,500, uh, we, we would basically break even. You know, five is the we're going to win money. Absolute worst, 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 worst case scenario. If we go five and 15 with the five lowest guys not making a cut, we're going to win money. There you go. And four is basically breaking even. So that's what we do. We take the 20 guys and just go right to FanDuel. If you want to use FanDuel, whatever site you use, Rom six and change, Thomas six and change, Scheffler five and change, Cameron Smith four, McElroy, Hovland, Shoffley all four to one, DJ Kepka. We got a group that's in the threes and then uh, you get all the way down to uh, Adam Scott at the, the plus 250. So we're going to take all those guys and uh, bet them all to not make the cut. Whatever their rank, forget about with the rankings and all that other stuff, just go straight. Who doesn't make the cut? Go all the way down at the bottom of the list. You take the lowest 20 guys and we're going to use those guys, and I'll post them on my website if you want to know who we're going to officially use if you want to follow along. I'll do that after the show today. So, and I'm telling you, we, we will. And, and if we go like 8 and 8 or uh, 8 and 12, God forbid, 9 and 11, 10, oh, I want some decent money. You know, you get these tournaments that, you know, especially with the weather not being too great down in Augusta right now. Um, you know, what's the one thing that you have over the advantage of the boys in Vegas? Uh, listen, these guys in rain and sleet and snow and whatever else is going on down there in Augusta, uh, they may be a prohibitive favorite to make the cup, but that doesn't mean they will. Uh, so you could, we hit a couple of these Schefflers and uh, Justin Thomases and, uh, you know, uh, Brooks Kepka at three and four and five, six to one. Oh. <laughs> cha-ching cha-ching we'll be eating chinese food this weekend for sure little delicacy here in the wetzel household uh 844-843-6879 what else did i want to get to real quickly before we got to the phones uh this that whatever you know i feel kind of bad I, I really do you know be careful what you ask for as the saying goes because you just might get it Little St. Peter's College, right? Whoever heard of St. Peter's, unless you're from Jersey as I am, it's St. Peter's, Jersey City. It's a no-nothing school, you know, uh, literally about 1,500 students or so, 2,000 students. It's in the city. It's a city school, no real campus, no big deal. A decent little basketball program over the years, right? And then we all know what happened to them. You know, they, they make the NCAA tournament, and then they win all these crazy games, three games. Uh, damn near get to the elite, uh, get to the final four and everything else, right? So they hit their uh, 15 minutes of fame. What happens? They lose their head coach. All right, he's going to go to uh, Seton Hall. He went to Seton Hall, so you can, you know, you can understand that. All right, so we still got the same group of guys, though. They're all coming back next year. We got the assistant coach taking over, boy. So there's going to be a nice, smooth transition. Uh, we, we got to the Elite Eight last year, whatever it was, uh, you know, Sweet Sixteen, yeah, Elite Eight, and, and they're all set, right? And then we get word today or yesterday that uh, three of their best players are all leaving. With one guy graduating, now four of their top five players are no longer going to be at the school, and they lost their head coach. If they don't win a stinking game in the NCAA tournament and Kentucky whacks them like they're supposed to, the head coach is still there, their four best players are all still there, then maybe they can make another run next year. But instead, you know... They hit their 15 minutes of fame, and now St. Peter's is going to go back to being just lousy old whoever heard of St. Peter's. I feel kind of bad for them. You know, was it worth it? Was it all worth it? If I told you you could have that run, but you're going to lose your head coach, all your best players are all going to leave. It's amazing, isn't it? All this pride. This is what really gets my goat. I, I understand. You know, I'm in a profession where you start low and you build and you keep on moving. You know, you push the envelope down the, down the field. I, I get all that. 
But uh, I, I don't talk with reverence about the pride of St. Peter's or the pride of WIDB radio that I was part of or WVOX or all the other little radio stations that I uh, used to work at, right? Uh, where it made it seem like, oh, yeah, I wanted to stay there forever. It is the greatest thing in a community in a fight and this and that. And then 10 minutes later, oh, yeah, I just took a job at the Four Letter Network. See you later. I mean, that that's what this was with St. Peter's. All we heard for three weeks about how great St. Peter's was in the school, the community, and how they all bought in. First chance to get the hell out of town, boom, they all left. They all left. Gone. St. Peter's is left holding a bag. Amazing. Uh, 844-843-6879. Jim from Pennsylvania starts us off on this Wednesday. What's going on, Jim? How are you this morning? Doing good, Scotty. This is uh, Gigs and Gears. Oh, hey, what's going on there, Jim? How are you, man? I called yesterday, and uh, I said Gigs and Gears, and I think I uh, threw the guy off, and then I was on hold, <laughs> and then next thing I know, I'm listening to you say, oh, the board was just cleared off, and I'm saying, shit, I'm sitting here. It's not cleared off. Anyway, I had yeah, a Yeah, I did, uh, see, I did see that, you. but okay. No problem. The... Um, uh, about the tournament, one thing that these websites, I was on DraftKings for the tournament, that they do that my local Louis the Lip doesn't do is, so I was holding uh, North Carolina to win at 155, money line, and I had North Carolina to win the championship at plus 500 that I bought before the final four. So I'm DraftKings, you know, about just before halftime, they offer to buy you out. And I'm saying, oh, right. shit, you know, my plus 500, they're offering like 350. My uh, 155, they're offering 135. Of course, I'm an idiot, so I didn't take it. I said, oh, no, they're up by 16. They're rolling. I'm in the money. I'm not going to leave money on the table. I'll just watch it to the end. But what was interesting is watching the what they offer drop down as Kansas starts coming back. And then all of a sudden, you know, now they're not offering me 300. Now they're offering me 150 on my 500. And then all of a yeah. sudden, it's off the board when Kansas got between <laughs> uh, within like six points or something. So, but that's a, that's one thing that I like about these sites rather than my local guy here that I used to deal with. So, anyway, yeah. enjoy the could show you, could... and um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, could you imagine, uh, you know, calling up your local Louis the Lip and saying, hey, hey, listen, I, I know I got North Carolina to win it all, but it's halftime and they're up 15 because so you want to, uh, you know, you want to bail me out? We'll just, we'll settle up right now. You know, uh, I, I don't think uh, your local Louis the Lip would be too thrilled with that. Um, there are, there are definite, Jim, and I appreciate the phone call, bud. Uh, there are definite advantages, you know, the convenience of using the computers, uh, the accessibility, the number of bets that you could place is, is tenfold to what your local Louis de Lip, uh, you know, some downsides having to pay taxes and everything else. But, you know, one of them is those, that those, uh, buyouts that they offer you, you know, midway through, you can kind of hedge with in-game live as well. You can do it the same way, but just one game, but it is interesting, uh, how they do offer you that stuff. Uh, John from Manhattan. John, welcome to Opposite Picks. What's up, bud? Hey, good morning, Scott. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Well, I'm a little uh, irritated. Uh, I'm a Yankee season ticket holder in the bleachers, uh, 42 games. And the Yankee ticket rep told us that if we 
did not take a refund on unplayed games last year uh, and kept the money with the Yankees, they'd give us a 10% credit on our tickets. So what's the problem? The 10% credit that they're giving us is not on the 42 games that we are committed to. It's on any additional tickets should we so choose to buy them. <laughs> and they didn't tell us that until wow. today. It's completely shady. I'll hang up and listen. Bury my Yankees. Go for it, Scott. Thank you. Oh, my. I, th- I thought you were going to say, John, it was at the concession stand. I really did. I anticipated that and said, well, you know, I mean, if you ch- chance are you're going to buy some hot dogs and hamburgers, right? Uh, some beers or whatever when you're there. So they're only going to give you the 10% off on any other tickets you buy. Like, you need to buy more tickets. What? And it's only 10 lousy percent. Oh, what a joke. What a joke. Could you expect anything less from the Stankies? You know, a uh, history of cheating with the organization. And what do they do? They named Carlos Beltran the biggest... SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. LL's loyal listeners know what that music means and what time it is. Time to take out those pad and pencils, get set for the fastest, and more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks you newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, systems, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Proved it again last night, uh, going uh, nice five and two so we are now 85 up 95 down uh minus uh, 785 if you're a hundred dollar player but uh, we're getting closer and closer to profitability as we will get as we do every single year before we're done here we go first of seven nba detroit getting eight and a half versus dallas pistons are the underdogs right that only means one thing you gotta play them they are a nifty 80s term there uh 16 one and one yes you heard that right against the spread their last 18 games as an underdog all they do folks is cover the spread it's a no-brainer love the pistons tonight Eh, give me dallas minus the eight and a half Pick number two, Knicks getting four and a half versus Brooklyn. Really the last stand for the Knickerbockers who only have games against Washington and Toronto left. Who cares? This is their championship. This is their NBA game final, game seven finals. Uh, Nets, meanwhile, one of the worst spread teams in the league. Knicks 0-3 versus Brooklyn this year, but all three games decided by five points or less. This is their championship. I think the Knicks at home win this outright. Yeah, give me Brooklyn minus the four and a half. Pick number three, Atlanta laying ten and a half versus Washington. This game's a home game for the Hawks, who are the Jekyll, not the Hyde at home. Uh, I think that's the better of the two. Uh, 26 and 14 are the Hawks at home. Wiz, one of the worst road teams, 12, 25 and one against the spread, even with last night somehow or another shocking win at Minnesota. There is no way in the world this pathetic biggest waste of human flesh east of the Mississippi and NBA uniforms are covering back-to-back on successive night road games. Love the Hawks here. Uh, Give me Washington plus the 10 and a half. Pick number four, Boston laying seven and a half versus Chicago. 
back-to-back uh, -back games against the Bucks and now uh, Celtics uh, for the Woeful Bulls. Good luck. Uh, they just can't beat good teams. It's as simple as that. We've talked about this before with last night's loss. Now 10-22 and 22 against the spread as an underdog. Second worst mark in the league. 7-25 and 25 straight up as an underdog. After facing Milwaukee last night, another loss, blowout loss. They have nothing, absolutely nothing left for the Celtics. Love Boston Lane seven and a half. Uh, give me the Bulls plus the seven and a half. Pick number five, Oklahoma City plus 17 at Utah. Admittedly, tough spot for the Thunder. Third game in four nights. But you know what? Who cares? Because they are 47 and 27 against the spread this season. Jazz only 8 and 10 their last 18 games, even with last night's win. Only 17, 21 and 1 against the spread at home. Love Oklahoma City getting 17. Uh, give me the Jazz, minus the 17. Pick number six, we'll go to the NHL. St. Louis laying a goal and a half versus Seattle. Blues battling for playoff positioning in the Central Division. They've won two in a row. Seattle, last place in the Pacific. They suck. No reason for them to get up for this contest. They're only 6-15 and 15 their last 21 games. And 11 of those 15 losses have come by two goals or more. St. Louis is going to crush them. Uh, give me Seattle plus the one and a half. <clears throat> Pick number seven. Calgary laying one and a half at Hanheim. Uh, speaking of bad teams, uh, the Ducks come to mind. They've lost 11 of 12, with seven of those 11 losses coming by two goals or more. Calgary in first place in the Pacific. They're not going to lose to this uh, sad sack of duck doo-doo. Love the flames here. Uh, give me Anaheim plus the one and a half goals. Opposite picks for tonight's NBA. <clears throat> We're going to start with Dallas laying eight and a half against the Pistons, despite the Pistons being 16-1-1 against the spread. Yeah, check it out as an underdog, last 18. Uh, we're grabbing the Nets laying four and a half against the Knicks. We're taking Washington plus 10 and a half at Atlanta, despite the Wizards being in the impossible spot of trying to cover back-to-back -back road games. The Bulls plus seven and a half against the Celtics, despite the Bulls being seven and 25 straight up as an underdog. The Jazz laying a monster 17 against OKC, despite the Thunder having the second best spread record in the league. They're going to set the record. There's no two ways about it. Having the biggest split. Actual straight up record versus against the spread record. We're taking the Seattle Crowd plus a goal and a half versus St. Louis, uh, despite the Blues being obviously the much, much, much better team. And uh, give me the Anaheim Ducks plus a goal and a half against Calgary, despite Anaheim losing 11 of 12. Opposite picks for Wednesday today, April 6th. Good luck, folks. And as always, we'll post those on the uh, front page of the uh, websites. Uh, so uh, you can always make reference to it there with all our shots on goal and our pyramid plays and open parlays and all that other fine stuff that we do here on the uh, on the morning show. All right, 844-843-6879. And we will get to that stuff uh, before we are through. we got 15 minutes. we got a few more phone calls we want to grab as well. So why don't we start there? Uh, how about Joyce from Chicago uh, checks in on Opposite Picks on Sports Grid Radio. Morning, Joyce. Good morning. What's on your mind today? Well, uh, my problem is like I have a uh, my like uh, partner is uh, I have a wrong information. Okay, I'll buy yeah, what, the, the what's, information uh, what, to travel. 
Yeah, it's her name and yeah. the date of birth. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think Andres, you got the wrong, I think you got the wrong number. I think you're trying to refine the replacement radio. He's desperate for phone calls. Uh, I, I, you may have dialed the, the wrong number, Andres. I, I do appreciate it, but uh, unless you have a, a hot betting tip for us, I, I think uh, you, you dialed in the wrong number, uh, Mister Juicy. <laughs> uh, welcome to uh, Opposite Pink. That's okay. It's a phone call. Cats ratting them up. What's up, Mister Juicy? How are you, bud? That's my girlfriend, Joyce. I told her to call in to, to, <laughs> to warm me up, baby. Hey, uh, hey I don't Scotty, doubt it. I, I don't doubt it. Hey, Scotty, I just got a massage, so I missed your whole program. Sorry, no Deshaun Watson foreplay going on here in Ohio. But, you know, my Guardians, they signed the best player in baseball today. They and did. I'm thinking they're going to win. Listen, they're not going to win not one, not two. Not three, not four, <laughs> but five championships, baby. Yo, Sonny, they got to be like plus 10,000 to win the World Series. I put a couple red payments on it. I'm getting rich, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me ask you before you leave and you go off your rocker there. Would you take LeBron James back? Because there's been some talk. Oh, he hung up. I, I want to know because he's a, he's a Cleveland guy. Uh, they did make a pretty good signing, though, yesterday, I must say. Uh, getting Jose Ramirez for $25 million, which, listen, is a lot of money. No two ways about it. But you know what? The going rate for, for superstar players, and he's uh, getting into that category, all-star third baseman, is 30 easily. easily. Uh, and they got him on a five-year, $124 million deal. That's not bad. No trade clause and everything, but that was a pretty good signing. Bills, meanwhile, you see what they did? Signed to Stephon Diggs, four-year, $104 million extension. Man, I, I tell you what, uh, between the Browns with the, uh, you know, the Sean Watson signing and our beloved Dolphins with the uh, Ty Hill signing, the going right now for wide receivers is 25 million bucks. 25 million. Set the record, did uh, this contract with the most money guaranteed. Uh, well, it should be, it didn't set it, but it came close to it. $70 million guaranteed. Dolphins gave Hill 72. How about seventy million? I don't. I don't necessarily worry about that. It's the four years, one hundred and four million dollars, twenty-five million dollars a year. So you could do that though when your quarterback is still on his rookie contract, and uh, it will overlap a couple of years. But you know, chances are pretty good. Diggs is going to be two years, and then they got to re-sign Josh Allen, maybe that third year. But otherwise, it's going to be very difficult to put both those guys under the contract. See, Dolphins could do it the same thing with with Tua with, with uh, Ty Hill. Uh, it's tough to do. Raiders were able to do it with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. I'll give them credit for that, but. It's, it's hard to give out that kind of money when you have to pay your quarterback a gazillion dollars. And you can take advantage of it when your quarterback is on a rookie contract. So 70, 25 million bucks. Uh, that, that is, wow, it's a lot of money. A lot of money. All right, let's go to our um, pyramid plays and everything else. Shots on goal. Uh, another winning night last night with shots on goal. And the boys in Vegas are doing it again. We'll start with first up last night. Six and three shots on goal. 
We won. Uh, a couple guys didn't play. Shabbat didn't play for Ottawa, and, and Jenner didn't play for Columbus. We we, we hit with uh, Rensky. We hit with Aho. Teravine, or excuse me, lost with Teravine, but Aho. Uh, we hit with two guys from Philadelphia. We hit both Boston guys. We lost. We could have had a monster, monster, monster night, but we lost with our two late guys, uh, Vander Kane and Zach Hyman for Edmonton. So a six and one turned to a six and three. We'll take it, you know. But it really could have been. Even if we could have gotten a split seven and two, would have been terrific so but still seven uh, six and three not bad our play of the day lebron james ended up not playing uh our best hockey prop atkinson that hit uh, over two and a half shots on goal we hit our best hockey play colorado colorado pick them against anybody is a steal and we hit our one nba our best nba play toronto league in four so uh nba now we're 12 and 11 hockey props 10 and 12 NHL 14 and 12 for even uh, NHL props 17 and 10. If you're a hundred dollar player, you're up 565 bucks uh, play of the day, 14 and nine up 260 and shots on goal. We're 114 up and 80 down 34 games over 500. If you're a hundred dollar player, even with the VIG, you're up nearly $2,000, 1,920 cha-ching cha-ching. So where are we going tonight? We'll start in the NBA. Best uh, NBA play? It's tough, but I tell you what, this Bulls team, they don't beat anybody good. And after playing last night, albeit at home against Milwaukee, Celtics were off. Uh, it's a big number, seven and a half, but I, I love the Celtics laying seven and a half. Props, we're going to go R.J. Barrett. He's been an offensive machine last game against Brooklyn. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, they haven't posted the props yet, but it figures to be around 23 and a half, but I'll go R.J. Barrett over points uh, for the Knicks. Uh, NHL. Winnipeg laying a goal and a half versus Detroit. And we don't do this too often, making it our best bet, but Detroit played last night. They're atrocious. Somehow or another, they beat our Bruins. Uh, but I'll take Winnipeg tonight at home after being off last night in Detroit playing. Our uh, props, best props in the NHL. <clears throat> well, they did it again. Boys in Vegas giving us a free Easter present. They made Alex Ovechkin three and a half. Juiced a little bit, minus 140. But, folks, this guy averages 4.4 shots per game. He averages four and a half, and they're giving him us at three and a half. I mean, again, I give you this comparison before. Think about a, a 300-yard uh, passer and FanDuel giving you his total props for passing yards at 235 yards. I mean, that, that's basically what they do when they give you one less shot on goal. And get a load of this. How many times has he had four shots on goal this season? 48 and 20, including nine and three his last 12 games. 48 times, only 20, he has not had at least four shots on goal. He's the play of the day as well. If you're going to play just one, you have to, have to, have to play over three and a half Alex Ovechkin. Our uh, open parlay play is coming up next on Opposite Picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. Opposite Picks closing up shop here. Fastest one hour in radio with some more winners. We'll begin with our shots on goal, guys. All right, <clears throat> this is what made Milwaukee famous here. 
So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight guys. And I know you can't play eight, but you know what? You can. We played nine last night. We went six and three, and we're 34 games over 500. Play all eight, please. And we're going to start with Winnipeg, which takes on Buffalo or Detroit tonight. Detroit, as I said, they played last night. Hard-fought game against uh, the Bruins. They're going to have nothing left. Love the Jets in the game. We're going to go over three and a half. Kyle Connor, uh, over three and a half. Uh, they, he averages over four shots per game, by the way. Uh, Ellers uh, for Winnipeg at three and a half, and Pierre-Luc Dubois at two and a half. Minus one 50, but uh, that's okay. We're taking St. Louis's Vlad Tarasenko. He averages over three. They got his number at two and a half. Uh, we're going to take Pavel Buknevich as well. He averages just under three, and they posted his number at two and a half. Then we're going to move to Calgary at Anaheim. Should be a nice, easy win for the Flames. We're going to use three. Matt Kuchuk, who they have at two and a half. This guy averages well over three. It's juice to minus 170 to just maybe make your bet a little bit less if you want to. Johnny Goudreau will play him. It's three and a half. And then uh, Elias Lindholm, they have a two and a half. And he's a guy that averages close to three. So Connor Ellers, Luke Dubois, Tarasenko, Buknevich, uh, Matt Kuchuk, uh, Goudreau, and Lindholm are eight guys shots on goal. Our open parlay. All right, we had LeBron points last night. He didn't play, so just wipe that one off the board. We're going to take our $83 in winnings. Uh, we're using a full unit with this one, remember. And we're going to put it on uh, 180 on Alex Ovechkin, minus 146. 183 to win 125. Our third period open parlay. We hit with Ottawa last night, so one down, five to go. We're going to use over one and a half Detroit Winnipeg. 80 bucks to win 50 with the odds. And then our underdog, we lost with the Islanders, so we got to start over again. We're going to take Vancouver plus 150 at Vegas, half a unit, 50 bucks to win 75. So I'll post all this stuff on the website, on the hockey page, or on the front page. So enjoy your uh, Wednesday, folks. Pro Football Full Circle coming up next. And let's get some winners. Go Ovechkin.